Hello and welcome to episode number two of Talking Tactical. It is Saturday, November the 19th, 2022. My name is John. I'll be your host. I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast, especially this episode is going to be an interesting one. Uh, First of all, I want to give a shout out to Alex at FireTact LLC. You can find him at FireTact.store where he has all your AR parts, accessories, uh, lights, color kits, uh, trigger assemblies. Uh, Go give him a look at, uh, again, FireTact.store. I also want to give a shout out to Walkertown Pawn and Gun, 2692 Old Hollow Road in Walkertown. Also, Cash and Go Pawn at 7732 North Point Boulevard in Winston-Salem. Uh, go see them. Uh, got all kinds of stuff. Firearms, ammo, accessories. Uh, you never know what you're going to find. Uh, one more shout out to Happy Tales Dog Spa in Royal Hall. Uh, if you're in the area of Royal Hall, North Carolina and need somebody to take care of your fur baby, Go by and uh, get an appointment or give them a call at 336-642-0294. As I mentioned, this is episode number two. Uh, It's going to be an interesting one. This is a personal one. Um, It's only kind of a long story. Uh, So one of the things um, I need for you to do uh, some of you in the area may be familiar with some of the gun store break-ins that's occurred in the Winston-Salem area. Um, one in particular, uh, go look, uh, just Google Red Oak Outdoors and Pilot Mountain. Uh, read the article and look at the videos and pay special attention to the video. Uh, it's kind of going to get into what I'm going to talk about. Um, because it is an active investigation with multiple agencies, including the ATF, I can't mention any names or businesses other than Red Oak, and it's already been made public. Um, so I posted on uh, the Facebook page, we made Forsyth County a Second Amendment Sanctuary County. Um, a little teaser, if you will. So um, Thursday... Um, November the 17th, um, I was at uh, my part-time job, and around lunchtime, um, three individuals walk in. Uh, One of them was dressed in a heavy winter coat, uh, had his sunglasses on, and the hood pulled over his head and cinched down with the drawstrings. So one of our policies is, and it's stated on the front doors, remove sunglasses and hoodies or hoods uh, before entering the store. Uh, I don't know if the individual didn't see it uh, or just didn't pay attention to it. But anyway, they walk into the store um, and immediately uh, myself and another employee uh, that was there, uh, we got this sense that something wasn't right. Um so um <clears throat> this i'm rattled uh i'm still rattled so uh give me a little break here um so the store is a fairly good size store um in the uh, front part of it uh where all the merchandise and stuff are and we do have a few firearms 
So all three individuals walk over to the uh, section where we keep our firearms, uh, pistols, and a display case. So one of the individuals um, was asking about a particular handgun uh, on the price. Uh, employee number three, he's a younger guy. Um, and I'll go ahead and say I carry concealed and employee number two carries concealed. Employee number three is not old enough. Uh, but nonetheless, he was helping them. Uh, so they were talking back and forth. When employee number two had asked uh, person number one to remove his sunglasses and hood, if he would, uh, that it was stated on the door. So he does, and he states, uh, he said, I'm sorry, my bad, I didn't know. And he told him, he said, it's nothing personal, you know, it's just a store policy. So they're talking about uh, the handgun. Employee number two uh, walks a uh, elderly female out who was in the store shop, and she was done. Uh, so he walks her out because uh, we both had the sense that something was getting ready to go down. Uh, so once he gets her out, he comes back in, um, comes back over to where I am. I'm standing behind the counter uh, watching him. Um, I've already lifted my sweatshirt up where I could have quicker access to my firearm if needed. Uh, they could not see me, um, or, or what I was doing rather. And he tells me, he's like, watch them. And I said, I already am. Um, so he goes out front, uh, for his reasons, uh, which I understand. Uh, so we're watching them. Uh, employee number three is engaging with the three subjects. Uh, they're working on the price and whatnot. Um, so I went and finally got employee number two, asked him to come back in because employee number three uh, needed a bottom dollar price uh, for the individual. So he comes in and he gives him a price. Well, individual number one, uh, who is the one that's wearing the big coat uh, with sunglasses, uh, even though he's not wearing them at that time, or the hood and the, and the sunglasses he took off, still wearing the coat. He had turned a little bit uh, where I could see he had a little bit of a um, poof sticking out from right above his waistband. So I knew he was carrying something. Uh, <clears throat> so we're watching him. Uh, so he um, looks at the firearm through the, through the glass of the display case and he says, well, we'll take that one. What do you need? My ID. Well, employee number two tells him that he needs um, either his concealed carry or a purchase permit. So subject number one uh, and number two, um, instead of walking around uh, a stack of shelves, they step over uh, some shop vacs and some other items we had sitting on the floor. Um, and subject number one reach, or turns around to subject number two and reaches for the keys to a vehicle. And as he's walking toward the door, he lifts his coat up. Um, and I could see uh, the butt end of a gun in what appeared to be a drum magazine. So i am got my hand on mine and I am drawing. Uh, he reaches for his. I guess he saw it, saw what I was doing. And so he dropped his coat and walked out the front door. Uh Individual number two exits, and individual number three walks around the shelves and goes out um, on what we believe to go get his permit. Uh, so anyway, not even a minute later, uh, individual number three comes in, and he's 
obviously shaking up, uh, nervous. Asked to use the store phone, so I gave him the store phone. Uh, he calls somebody, they didn't answer, so he calls him back and talks to him briefly. Uh, I can't get into what he was talking to him about. Uh, but anyway, um, he finally spills it that they were going to rob us, uh, that they were not going to buy the gun, that they were going to rob us. And in turn, um, I guess they figured, you know, everybody there was armed. They decided better, but they ended up, individual number one, ended up uh, pointing a gun uh, at individual number three and robbing him of his cash. Uh, so what we found out later was, was that individual number three was not clear on the laws in North Carolina. Uh, so he had asked individual number one to purchase the firearm for him, quote, legally. Uh, individual number three is 18 years of old or of age uh, and he had given him his cash and the guy uh, put a gun to his head when individual number three went to get the cash back and they jetted um, so anyway law enforcement was called um, needless to say um, we had a, a large presence of police officers in the building uh, got all that worked out but um it was nerve-wracking. Uh, come to find out, um, found out some information on the individual, number one. Um, uh, again, I can't get into it right now. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, it was nerve-wracking. So, which brings me to this. Um, we can always sit back and say, well, I would do this or I would do that or I would have done this and I would have done that. And... I'm probably guilty, uh, just along with anybody else. So one thing I wanted to um, talk about is always practice with your firearm, um, or practice as much as possible. I know ammo, uh, I think it's come down a little bit, but uh, still somewhat expensive. Uh, but practice, um, put yourself kind of mentally in different uh scenarios different positions um kind of you know if you're in a business or whatnot and you're carrying concealed you know just be aware of your surroundings so one of the things one of the many things that was going through my head is that while individual or i'm sorry employee number three was helping them um individuals one two and three was between me and individual employee number three so I thought, you know, well, if I end up having to start throwing lead, um, individual or employee number three needs to move. Um, we were making eye contact. Everybody was reading everybody pretty good as far as employees. The other thing that uh, I had a concern about was um, where the business is. There's an adjoining business on the other side of the wall. So one of my concerns was, because uh, I didn't know, I still don't know, but I'm going to find out, if the wall that separates our business from the other business is block, brick, uh, is it hollow, is it you know wood stud, what is it? Because one of my concerns was the bullet going through um, and hitting an innocent bystander. So, um, you know, we learned that when we took our concealed carry, um, you know, if you can look beyond 
uh, your target um, kind of you know role play if you will uh, you know where your bullet's going to go if it's a pass through or a miss because um, at the end of the day I guess you could be held liable um, I know some states are different where if an individual that's not involved is injured or killed um, in the commission of a crime uh, the in this case you know the suspects could uh, and would have been uh, held liable for that and, and charged with that uh, but I know every state's different um, so know your laws um, and again um, practice as often as possible um, you know think about different scenarios um, but like I said a while ago at the end of the day we can all sit back and sideline quarterback um, on what someone would have done or not done what they should have done or shouldn't have done um, and the other day was a um, you know a, an eye-opener uh, on for many reasons um, come to find out you know the individual number three he said he didn't know the guys um, I guess I gotta you know give him benefit of the doubt on that but in his mind he was trying to do something legally um, but you know at the end of the day it was illegal uh, he was obviously he was made aware of that by not only myself but uh, the police officers and the detectives that interviewed him um, so um, so anyway this episode is mainly just uh, you know to uh, for me to tell my story, what happened, uh, it's a, um, it's a, I don't want to say slap in the face, but it's a, uh, eye opener that you never know when, um, something bad will happen. Um, everything was fine up until then, um, and then in a matter of probably three or four minutes, uh, it started going bad, um. I, uh, I'm not crying, I'm sniffling. Uh, it just, um, like I said a while ago, it rattled me. Uh, I've not been sleeping very well. I don't ever want to take a life, uh, but I will take a life to protect mine or, you know, somebody else's. Um, employee number three, I mean, he's a younger guy. Um, he was kind of stuck in the middle of that. But luckily, he was reading my actions uh my eyes and me and employee number two were reading each other like a book um i've only been there for about three months i worked with him off and on during the three months but uh i got to say that uh, uh we did uh read each other pretty good so uh Again, uh, that's what this episode's about. I know it's a short one, uh, probably looking at 16 minutes. But, uh, you know, like I said, practice with your firearm as much as possible. Uh, you know, practice laying down, practice kneeling. Uh, if you can, practice shooting around some trees. Uh, you know, just uh, throw up some obstacles that you got to shoot around or shoot under or shoot above. Uh, I was probably going to be uh, shooting above and around uh, different things. So, um, 
you know, I just want to make y'all aware um, this can happen. And if you're in, you know, Forsyth County, uh, Winston-Salem area, I know you're aware of the several store break-ins or gun store break-ins that's been occurring. Uh, I think the, uh, I will say this, the individual that walked in the store I was working at, um, I'm, I'm going to say 99% positive that it was one of the guys who broke in and robbed the Red Oak Outdoors in Pilot Mountain last week. Uh, like I said, if you're not familiar with that, just Google it. Fox 8 has got some good video. Channel 12 has got some good video. I think Channel 2 has got some good video. So anyway, um, just wanted to throw that out at you. Um, I'm going to try to do another podcast uh, before Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe give you an update on this if I find anything out. But uh, again, if you have any questions, uh, I think there's a contact me on there on the uh, pod link. Uh, if not, you can shoot me an email at photographyxjc at gmail.com. And uh, until the next podcast, y'all be safe, uh, be aware, and be on target.